Hello, hello, and welcome to another Shedding Boys podcast. I'm Professor X. And I'm Mikey B. And Mikey B, we have week three of the Premier League fast approaching. And it's uh, it's basically here. We're two days away from the, the first games, which are on Saturday. That's 9-26. Uh, the first game at 7.30 a.m., Man United are happy at 7.30 a.m. and how bad they're playing. It's Brighton versus Man United. And the way Brighton's playing, this could be an upset of another of a top oh. 16. Okay. I am going to say that the 7.30 kickoff, I agree with you, Mikey. I, the best part for about this for Manchester United is that here, stateside, their fans aren't going to be able to see this. Because I don't... See, we keep saying Manchester United upset. Manchester United upset when these bigger teams. But I, the thought just came into my head. I don't know what it is. But it's really only considered an upset. Because of the name. Because of the name. Because not, of the not name. Because of, not a, yeah. And also the players themselves. Like, like In theory. In theory, in based th- on paper. Based on paper and what they've previously done. Paul Pogba. That's it. Take Paul Pogba out of that and take out Vanderbeek, right? Take their newest signings and just look at that team. You would, like, the average, like, when you talk about, like, there are players on that team that have potential. Like, don't get me wrong, like, Rashford has potential. Uh, Greenwood has potential. Do they, are they, like, out and out stars like Paul Pogba Correct. that have have done stuff in the World Cup on the world stage and other areas. No, no, you're you're, you're very and much. And you would correct. have to. And you can't have a layman's do, knowledge. Do I of personally Man think that Ollie will get sacked oh, mid-season? Yeah. I do think he's going to get sacked. I actually don't want him to get sacked. I hope he does just enough to not get sacked. Correct. Because to be I honest, need I enjoy arson. watching. I enjoy watching uh, Ollie fail. Uh, just because he was a player, he was a mediocre player. Oh. I I do not consider him a legend at Manchester United. I consider him he was a player at Manchester United that won why they were winning. I need another Arson in my life. Arson left, and if you don't know who who he is, where have you been living? But Arsene Wenger was the Arsenal coach, and I prayed for if if I had to give Arsenal anything. It was mediocre, like a mediocre achievement because I knew in my heart of hearts that that meant another year of arson. That meant another non-threatening year. That's why I want Ollie. Ollie is our new arson banger. Let our, let Ollie stay. I, I, you know, if I said any, you know, small little detail, you know, arson banger did win the Premier League title, but you know. I, Ollie's not. History's written by the victors. Ollie's not doing that from the rafters. <laughs> no, no, he's not doing that from the rafters. Because to be honest, like Ollie, like right, right in the, on Project Restart was sitting up into the stands. Right, like he looked more like a fan than he did a manager. So I'll and say it right now, it's an upset. It would be an upset for me if Brighton lost this game. I think Brighton wins this game, and I, I. I I think it's going to show what we all knew about if, Manchester United. If Brighton plays like they played against us, it's going to be a 2-0 win. Yeah. 
Yeah, one hundred percent. Actually, I'll take that back. I wanted. I'll say three one because I do think like somebody like Green Greenwood or even like yeah. Rashford, somebody's going to score. Or the Vanderbeek uh, or the you know Dawson's Creek. Fernandez gets a penalty kick because they're really they're really good at getting penalty kicks. When they get them, but apparently uh, when it goes the other way, which, hey, let's face it, last year was a little bit few and far between, uh, they don't seem to respond too well. But we'll, we'll move on to the next game, uh, which is the best. It's actually, to me, might be one of the best games on Saturday. Yeah, I agree with Crystal you Crystal Palace versus Everton, both those teams are on a hot streak right now. Yeah, Everton is looking fantastic. Crystal Palace, with the way Zaha is playing... I do think Everton does beat Crystal Palace, but I think that game is very close, and it could be like a squeak one nil victory. I mean, this is the Academy of Science versus the 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 the, the school of hard knocks. Like it's, and if you would have told me any time in my life that I would say that Crystal Palace v Everton would be a mouthwatering fixture, I would slap future me. Like or future whoever would tell me, because it never my wildest million years would I imagine this to happen. But yes, Crystal Palace versus Everton is probably one of the best matches to watch this weekend, guys. If you're trying to determine, aside from watching Chelsea, if you have to determine who you want to watch, I say do not miss Crystal Palace v Everton. It is going to be a fun game to watch. They have, they both have uh, really high-powered offenses, and their defense isn't that bad. Uh, so it'll be a very fun game. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game, but it'll be a fun game I, to yeah. watch. Uh, the next game on Saturday is our afternoon game. It's West Brom versus Chelsea. Uh, this should be an uh, easy game for Chelsea. West Brom is not doing very well when they first came into right. the league. Um, this year, I, I do think Chelsea, in the way they played today, um, with Havertz getting a hat trick uh, for the Caribou. Yeah, 6-0. But again, it's it's the equivalence. Uh, like, West Brom is a better team than what we played today. So I don't think we're going to get a 6-0 victory, but I do think it'll be like a 3-0 victory. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, again... you. Feel free to call us out. But this is not last year. So where we said, oh, you know, maybe Chelsea. No, we're going to call it as it is. Chelsea should win this game. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. They have the firepower. They have the managerial components. Like, here's the thing. Chelsea should win this game even with Kepa in the goalpost. Like Chelsea should be able to outscore West Brom. I don't. I don't disagree <laughs> with that. Uh, Let's get controversial. I, I don't agree, disagree with that. But I don't think we'll see Kepa for the rest of the year. <laughs> no, no. Uh, Willie until Mendy. Yeah. Twenty twenty. Like uh, that's my new. And campaign. apparently, like uh, Frank is rushing Mendy, and like all he has to do is pass the COVID test that was taken today. As long as he passes that, he can play. Listen, he can I, play Saturday's game. I hope, I hope Mendy is friends with my boy Suarez so he gets all the cheat codes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, hey. guys, I understand that COVID test doesn't work that way, but look up the internet and look up Suarez and cheating. There's a couple like funny stories going around with it. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's talk about the Italian test that he took. He's <laughs> moved to Juventus. The guy bites people. That's all I have to say. If a guy is out on the pitch and he just bites people, he's probably not going to have, you know, the 
if you Most have removed codes. yeah if you have <laughs> removed the qualm of physically not just touching somebody but literally putting your mouth onto their skin like just biting it if you have absolved yourself of those moral uh, shackles he's the kid that got in to, a fight and just automatically went to bite him right to th- yeah <laughs> like a, like a cat without claws just go to bite cuz i have no other defense but it, the only surprise I think would be Suarez didn't cheat. Like <laughs> Suarez apparently took three years of Rosetta Stone and speaks fluent, fluent Italian. That it would be the shocking thing. Not Suarez cheated on his Italian test. To be honest, I'd be surprised if Suarez can speak his own language fluently. <laughs> Listen, I haven't seen too many interviews with him. I, I, Science I, has yet to confirm. He, he's a good player, though. I, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll give it to him. He's a good player, but God, he has some. Uh, he has unique uh, moral code. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's a that's a game that they should win. We'll move on to the the next game, which I actually think this is a. I, I'm going to call this the Danny Ings comeback. It's Southampton uh, against Burnley. They just got whomped by Tottenham. I actually do think Southampton do come in and make this a very tough game for Burnley to win. Right. I I I agree. And the thing is, this game potentially, I wouldn't normally say this, but this this game could potentially be a score fest on the simple merit that Southampton was uh, Southampton was beat off of a very one-dimensional gameplay, <laughs> which is QB Harry Kane booting Hail Marys to saw, I mean, the Megatron of, of wingers right now. Me and the professor just, we, 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 we equated this to when you're playing your f- friend in a video game, uh, we'll, we'll say FIFA, and they just keep using the same exact same player. Move, same move. Over. Doing over. the exact same play, but it's still working. So because it's still working, they're just going to keep doing that cheap move. And and prove me wrong. Prove so I think, I, I you know, I don't, I hope Burnley doesn't do this, but I think Burnley might do this to think that they even remotely have the same capabilities that Tottenham had and try this gameplay or underestimate Southampton. But you've removed that one little play from Tottenham and that game was is a completely close. different. Yeah, the score line was not very favorable to Southampton, so I think Southampton can route Burnley on this one. Um, Danny Ings is firing. That's what you need from a striker. Some of these other teams are having a hard time finding goals. Southampton through their striker is not doesn't seem to be having a problem. So hey, I count. But see, the thing is, is y'all hear us talk about Danny Ings all the time. I actually consider Danny Ings very similar to Wilfred Zaha, that they're very good at mid-table and lower-table teams, but if you put them on a world-class team, they're not going to perform the same way, and they're just not. Uh, but the one thing is Zaha hasn't given that, haven't really been given that chance. Danny Ings was given that chance. Um, he proved me my exact statement correct, that I do not think that he's going to perform at the, the, the top clubs in the world the same way as he's performing at Southampton. He's not going to be given... It's not that he can't. 
he's not going to give be given the opportunity with the mistakes that he makes. Yeah, well, and and to to him, it's been match fitness has always has always hampered him a little bit. Uh, like, but do you do you get why I compare yeah, him and I, yeah, Zaha yeah. together? It just makes a lot yeah, of sense. I mean, he had two trips to Man United, still had to go back to Crystal Palace. He just he just fits in better with his play style. Fits in better to a med table to lower table team. He's able to do things that there that he would not be able to get away with at a top a top club. Yeah. So Sheffield United versus it, Leeds. That game that game is another one that I actually think will be very uniquely uh, fun to watch. Okay, if Leeds, I feel like it would be uniquely to watch. Because neither one of them have defense. As you, right? But, but Leeds has an offense right now that seems to be like, I don't. But know. Sheffield's like, team didn't really change very much at all uh, over the off season, and Sheffield did okay, and they did a lot of upsets last year that nobody expected them to do. Yeah, but they're on the decline. I don't know. Like, I, I don't think they're on the incline, but I think that this game itself, because Sheffield United has a better defense than Leeds, but Leeds is on a score fest, I think the game could be a very All I'm going to say is that I would not want to pin my hopes for Sheffield on a positive restart. You know, sometimes you'll hear players say that or coaches, anybody in sports, like, you know, you need that win to like restart, you know, build the psyche and go up. Leeds United is not the team that I would want, at least, especially in the run of form that they're in, not. Now, if you told me Newcastle, which is what Tottenham is getting, which really get it gets under my gears as a Chelsea fan. Because, again, that win against Southampton, to me, and you can call me biased, is dubious. It is not a marker of Tottenham's overall strength. And now they get Newcastle, which is going to be another false positive. I think Tottenham will have a good result against Newcastle. People, I, Is Bale starting this game? That's the only thing where, like, as I was speaking, I was like, mm, like, we'll see. If it, Bale starts... It's still not a good... If Bale starts, Bale, Bale Son, and Kane... That that lineup right there should dismantle the Magpies. The Magpie, like the only thing I can guarantee from that game, if those three are playing there, is that a lot of Newcastle, uh, what is it, Brown Ale will be consumed. Oh, hundred percent, just to drown the sorrows away up there. Yeah, I agree with you. Tottenham should womp them. <laughs> the next game is actually a relatively good game. It's Leicester City versus Man City. Um, that game should be fun to watch. Man City should not lose in the form that they're in. No. Vardy could surprise them, but I, I, I do think that Man City has enough to beat Leicester. Uh, we'll move on to West Ham versus the Wolves. Both these teams are, you know, kind of iffy right now because of their, their previous game. I actually think what should happen is the Wolves should beat West Ham. It should be on. Should. They should beat West Ham. Um, Treora. Jimenez, they have the players to beat West Ham, um, but I think it's very close. I, if they do beat them, it'll be like a 1-0 victory. Um, I actually think it's going to be a draw. I don't want it to be, just just because Wolves are like kind of like that Cinderella. So, and I'm the Spain national team follower, so I want success for Adama Traore, and I want him to get a start. 
But I actually I think it, it's a draw. I think both teams score. I think it's going to be one one. But should Wolves win this game? They should. But I, I think it'll be a draw. I'm I'm a friend of Treori just because he oils himself, and I find it very uniquely uh, funny that a player has decided to oil himself <laughs> for any, games. For anybody <laughs> listening, I want you to know that we're not by like we'll call it out as it is if we make a mistake we we come off bias we'll say it call us out on it i'm i'm telling you right now at no point in mikey b's last five to ten seconds did i ever remotely go like oh yeah that seems pretty normal i'm like what direction are you going, going with the oil <laughs> with the oil so just in case you were wondering if i was co-signing it professor x does not endorse this <laughs> i i fully endorse this the guy is a, a, a freaking tank, and to give context on it, and I didn't know the reasoning behind it. I just found that he just seemed very shiny every game. But we looked up the uh, during Project Restart, we looked up, and I think it was on a podcast, a previous podcast. Yeah. He uses the oil so that players slip off of him; they can't hold him. As fast as Trey, how is that in the bylines though? Like, how is that not like a performance enhancing? Like- you know what though? If they don't have rules for it. Do it, Traore. I am all for it. I th- I I will one hundred percent say that you are the best player on the Wolves. Uh, on the upside, uh, I think you're even getting better. I don't think you're getting worse, and you can play every position in the field. I think Traore is the best player. Actually, I'm surprised none of the the top teams have picked him up. To be honest, they want to. They want to see. Enough. I'm telling but again, you, Spain hasn't played too. Uh, yeah, also, Spain, Spain, yeah, Spain hasn't played him either. So. A Spain national player that doesn't play, but Listen. could be. Right now, Spain needs him. Do, do you know? Do you know whose national team has gotten a victory, like a W? Spain. We got draws. Uh, uh, listen, we got four stars. Listen, you know what, Professor Professor X is going to start calling. I, I'm going to have. I'm going to have. <laughs> Four stars. Stanford. I'm a, I'm I'm calling out the Bridger. That is not a Bridger doctrine. Mediocre draws. <laughs> Four stars. We're just getting started. <laughs> just like just like my uh, my Bundesliga team. Uh, we're 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 waiting in the back, and then when the season starts, then we're we're playing hardcore. Leroy Sané, Nabi, you're killing it. Um, we'll move on to Fulham versus Aston Villa. That that's a toss away game. To be honest, I, I wouldn't even like that. Both those teams are Th- listen, really bad right now. Take a coin, take a coin, fifty fifty. Throw it up in the air, and whichever side it lands on, decide whatever team that's going to be. Don't even do it beforehand. Decide it after it's already landed, and that. I'm, I personally think it'll be a draw. It's going to be a snooze fest. I think it's zero zero. Honestly. If there's goals, I'm going to go out there and be more controversial. It'll probably be an own goal. Like It'll be somebody scoring on themselves. Yeah, it's going to be bad. Uh, the next and last game of this this uh, third week is actually... I will give it to them. I will give it to you. Liverpool's start to the season was not an easy one. Like, they played Chelsea, and now they're playing Arsenal. See, but this is... like. This is my doomsday, as a Chelsea fan, guys, this is my doomsday scenario, right? Because I'm, I'm caught. Like, the only way that this could get even dicier is if in some world, 
Liverpool, Arsenal, and Tottenham were all playing in the same match, right? So, like, on one hand, on one hand, if Liverpool wins... We get the same, they're, they're the greatest team ever. They're the greatest team, you see, blah, 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 blah. Klopp okay. is the greatest manager right. who's ever stepped on the pitch. If Arsenal wins, if Arsenal wins, it'll be one of the... I, I, it's a slap in the face to me. Like I, I, I to, to, well, to me, for me, if Arsenal wins, it's it's a, it's going to be another fa- it's another false positive in the instance of this is actually the battle of the people that are like considered the greatest teams right now. Right, because like Liverpool, Liverpool to me, I believe that they're suspect. Arsenal, I also believe that they're suspect. So these are both teams that, as an as a fan of another team, I'm like, I'm gonna call it though. I'm going to call it right now. I'm going to call it. Arsenal does win this game. Willon took a break last week. He had a bad game. Typically, typically, Willon goes like, you know, game here, game there, game here, game there. I think Willon has a, a good week this week. They Arsenal does have a, a okay defense. Um, I actually think this game is not... It's not even going to be that fun to watch, but I do think Arsenal eke out a uh, 2-1 victory against uh, Liverpool. Because Liverpool's defense is extremely suspect. Extremely suspect right now. I don't know what happened between last year, they're the greatest defense that's ever stepped on the pitch, to this year where Van Dijk is making multiple mistakes. Uh, Maybe he just stopped training. Maybe Klopp is not doing the same training anymore but that defense does not look as good as it did last year um maybe the other teams were just shite like if you're if you're if you're surrounded by shit you're gonna look good so if last season you had a lot of teams that were underperforming like man city if man city loses against lester honestly to me this is not the same lester man city loses to lester this go. This is the same thing that plagues Man City. It's they are their own worst enemy. It's dropping points. Who cares if you beat the top six if you can't beat if you can't beat the mid table and lower table teams? Leicester, honestly, to me, is a lower level team. I'd love to say that they're higher, but something. Actually, wait until the rest of the season. I believe I'm going to be vindicated if, on this. If you look but, at if you look at people that win the Premier League. Uh, when it comes to like the, those world-class teams that have won the Premier League titles over the last few, uh, let's take the last 10, ye- 10 years. And yes, guys, Liverpool is included in this. Yeah, it's because they beat the the, the teams, the, the, the low-table teams is why they won the Premier League. It's not because they beat the top six. They can draw with the top six and still win the Premier League if they're beating the teams they're supposed to beat. Correct. That's the thing is... When it comes to Premier League, because it's not a tournament, it's the best team in that particular campaign. Right. So there are chances for you know a team that just beats and ekes out a few wins here and there in the top six, but beats all the other teams right. multiple times. They can win the Premier League. Now, could they win a cup? That's different. Right. But I, I agree. I think Arsenal... I would love. I personally would love for this game to end in a draw. I guess that's like the best. Like I mean, that is the best thing for us. But I do think Arsenal, from what they're showing in the past few weeks and what Liverpool, I do too. I, I agree. I, I also will agree that in Liverpool for the start of the season, I, 
they've had a tougher schedule than most teams. Yeah, and you know what? You're a defending I'm, champion, so you should I'm get a tougher I'm schedule. A, I'm going to stand. You know what, Professor X, we're going to stand by this. You know, you're welcome, Arsenal. Because if you think about it, the creative players that Arsenal have, mm-hmm. I mean, you can make a smart ass remark about Willon, but like he used to be a Chelsea player. But we're missing that compo- those components. Like, we're missing a Pulisic. We're missing a Zayic. We're missing somebody who stretches uh, the play and, and ups the tempo and creates that. Guess who's not lacking that right now? Arsenal. Between Aubameyang, Lacazette, uh, Willon, their, their, their players are, are doing that creative component. They don't have depth. And so... You know, Chelsea might, again, lull Liverpool. Because, like, that game was not as decisive as some people would like you to uh, like you to believe. Like, it actually, if I'm looking at them as title defenders, I'm they like... They should have beat us 5-0. Yeah, they should have. We played 45 minutes with one defender down and a goalkeeper that legitimately gave you a goal. Yeah. I so, mean, in all honesty... Liverpool, you're you're not a bad team. You have a real you have a lot of really good players. Never going to take that away. You won the Premier League uh, last year. I don't. I, I agree with Presser X. Where I do not think that you're as good as like right. the the ESPNs and the NBCs. That's the you are. I have. I, um, I, I will not say that you're that good. I do think Klopp is a good manager. I think he can build teams over time. Uh, but I also think this is. This is not going to be a fun year for a year. No, that you're not. You're not going to do the same things. And if you think you're going to go into Champions League or go into the Premier League and win it over like handedly, you're not. To be honest, Klopp is correct. It's going to be a much tougher and tighter race this year in the Premier League correct. than we've had in multiple seasons because a lot of teams made a lot of changes and a lot of really good changes. Yeah. So again, you Gooners, don't ever say I don't think you're going to win. Yeah, I, I I actually do think you're going to win in the long run because this is all about the long con. Honestly, Arsenal, just stay healthy. Staying healthy, Arteta is a good manager. He's a, he's, a, he's a good manager. And if you give him time to make those... Ac- Listen, if you... They're not going to give him time. Arteta... I don't think you're going to hear Arteta complain about Frank Lampard. Frank Lampard wish uh, Arteta wishes he can make purchases the way that Frank Lampard did. Let let's face it guys, whether you admit it or not, if you told the manager, "Hey, you can get anybody you want." You're going to tell me they're going to they're going to get adamantly no because of some principle? They're going to say, "Okay, thanks. Cool. I'm going to do it." So, Either way, exciting, exciting. It's so great to be back with the Premier League. It's only week three. The drama, the narrative of the Premier League is already uh, in full swing. Again, guys, don't forget Crystal Palace, Everton. That's probably going to be the best I, game of the weekend. I want to I want to end this podcast in this way. Uh, in this way, uh, why I'm ending it this way is... We're so quick as Premier League fans to write a player off. So this past week, uh, and again, I, I consider them a lot of fake news in the sense of a lot of rumor mills and et cetera, that Havertz is washed up, we spent too much money for him, and that 
you know, his second game in the Premier League, he's now at, at a very young age, is that he's the worst player and we should have never bought him. And then he comes out today and scores a hat trick. Don't write off players until you actually give them time to adapt to the league or to the team. Uh, teams take time to mesh together. And um, this was already a very young team in the first place. But now it's a young team that now has to mesh with new players that have been brought in. So we have to remember that. Uh, keep that in mind, Chelsea fans. Keep that in mind for all of you uh, fans that have teams that are bringing in transfers. They're not going to be the greatest player of all time in two to three games. It takes time to get ready. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. We would have had the same discussion if, if Jaden Sancho actually went to uh, Man United for 120 million pounds. Like, people would ha be having this discussion. Whether or not it's... I think we can all agree that no matter how talented you are, right now, currently, right now, most talented player in... Most talented players, look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself two things. Are you better than Cristiano Ronaldo? And are you better than Lionel Messi? And I'm going to throw in another one because he is the godfather. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. If you believe that you are a better player and you will achieve more accolades than those three gentlemen, then go right ahead and think that you're worth the amount of money that we're paying. Cristiano Ronaldo did not go to Real Madrid for 120 million pounds. And Cristiano Ronaldo already had Premier League wins and Champions League win with Man United. He was also the poster boy for the Portuguese national team. He was the he was the next in charge from Figo. I'm actually looking forward to the seeing how much, I'm actually looking forward to seeing how much they pay a team, regardless of what team it is, pays for Bell. Because technically Bell is considered one of the most winning players for Real Madrid ever. And the same thing for Tottenham. He's he's won so many things. And that guy gets disrespected by the Madrilistas. Look at that. So, I mean, I a part of me feels for these guys. Because legitimately, you can win everything for a club. Win everything repeatedly and still be the bud and even be questioned on your loyalty to the club and not even get to play. And the, and then you the same thing is you're a new kid on the block and you play two games and because he didn't... Last time I checked, he didn't score the goal on himself. Last time I checked, he didn't make any glare... Guys... I've seen Mane, I've seen Salah, I've seen these players, I've seen way more expensive players make a bad pass. Like, if we're going to troll, we're going to troll. But we've like, also seen the growth of those players. Like, again, Kevin De Bruyne, Salah, Mane, they did not start off as like these world-class players that you're seeing on the pitch today. They bounced around to different teams, they became the players they are able to play today, because they kept training and they kept moving forward. Are they ever going to get to the... They want to be the Ronaldos. Are they ever going to get there? We don't know yet. But you have to give the guys a chance to, to get there. 
we it's very funny that you never respect the player until usually the end of their career and then you look at all the trophies they won for you and you're like man i really miss that player yeah yeah you don't see you don't see it like until they're gone sometimes and i mean it happens that's the thing you know everybody's entitled to their opinion so we're not we're not going to say no to that but it it's it's crazy the bias it it is and i mean you can you can chirp chirp at it all you want at the end of the day if you told most fans you know if you did this recipe i can guarantee you 15 trophies plus or i give you this method and you don't win any i really don't see many people going with the zero trophy one out of some moral principle they're like no i want i want success so more success is to come this is basically saying the shed in boys endorse kai havertz in general not just because he's a chelsea fan a chelsea player just i, I endorsed him because he was a german national player just like termo Werner, but just like I, it, even though he doesn't play well all the time, Antonio Rudiger, I always have a thing for Tony, Antonio Rudiger because he's a German national player. I, and Kai Havertz was cheaper than Jaden Sancho, so and nobody's questioning the Jaden Sancho purchase. And so they, uh, the person they compare Kai Havertz to is Michael Ballack, and I love Michael Ballack. Oh, we'll so see. I, and, and and Kai, we trust. And Frank, we trust. <laughs> Keep it footed, guys.